0: Hello and welcome to the, what we have talking about, the nothing, it's Pits um, Lockdown Biz and Rugby Chat. Yes, hi, I'm Paul and uh, I'm here to help you through a lockdown uh, and uh, folks, yes, it's all getting a bit close to me. The uh, next town over has uh, had its first case, so we'll see if we are going to up levels or not uh, and uh, that'll impact what games I may or may not be able to get to next weekend because as you may or may not know, both Waikato and Northland have relocated to Tauranga, uh, and it looks like Rotorua might be where they might play their games next week. The Friday night game makes sense with Northland because it's got floodlights, whereas Tauranga Domain doesn't. Um, but the Sascha one could be either, but if they're already at uh, Rotorua, we'll be surprised if they're always there as well. 60 seconds then until 5 o'clock, and that's when we can crack open the beer. I'm on the old Export Gold um, again, so... There we go. That's my beer of choice for today. Uh, look, I hope you've uh, had a good one. The weather's been quite nice, hasn't it? Uh, and a um, cracking open one and winding down at the end of the day. Obviously, being a Sunday, there's no work. But uh, there has been a whole bunch um, of rugby, though. What are we going to talk about? Well, there's some b Rugby World Cup qualifying going on over in the Americas. So I'll have a chat about that. Uh, there's also, uh, we had some Farrah Palmer Cup finals yesterday, as well as some Bunnings MPC games Uh, And also it's come out about Fakatava may not be eligible to play for the All Blacks, which would be an interesting one um, in in that uh, from from that point of view. So we'll also uh, have a chat about that one. Kind of intriguing, that one. That's uh, not one that I saw coming, but hey, uh, we'll explain that all to you. Five seconds, four, three, two, one. And there we go. The beer is open uh, and uh, getting it into the glass. Yes. Someone's saying, what is this? Uh, what's the whole point of pouring like this? We have a point of pouring it like this and leaving a big head, leaving the gas in the glass means that the gas doesn't go in your stomach. And you don't burp so much, basically. Simple as that. Hope you're all having a, um, as I say, having a wonderful weekend uh, as we come towards the end of it. So first up, the Rugby World Cup qualifying. I mean, congratulations to Uruguay. Uh, who have uh, claimed the America's one spot. Uh, It's been a double-headed game with the USA. They lost the first one 19-16 and then won the return game 34-15 there. So both sides winning their home games, um, meaning that uh, Uruguay went through 50-34 over the two games. Um, The uh, USA will now face face Chile um, for the America's two spot after Chile beats Canada. Um, They lost the first game 22 to 21, but then won 33 to 24 at home, winning 54 to 46 on aggregate. So congratulations to Chile. USA and Chile will play off in uh, July next year. The winner of that, I say, becomes the, um, what do you call it, gone blank now, becomes America's 2. Oops, and I have some problems here with my screens, folks, because I've got a guest to join me. I can't see who it is. So I need to move some windows around there we go it's um con hayling sir good thank you hope you don't, don't leave
2: just anyone on here sorry mate excuse me what was that
0: i so see you're back home from your uh yeah from your break.
2: that's right weekend yeah. uh week in queenstown it was uh it was pretty good uh had a good there time go. so but but cool. back
0: cool to see um just running through the rugby world cup qualifying um, as i must say chile through now to face um uh, the USA in that, uh, at to the Rokers, too. The loser of that will go off into the repechage where one of four teams will go through, which is what Canada had to do last time. Canada, amazing enough, a quarter finalists back in 1991 at the World Cup, um, had a, had a high of 11th in the world rankings, but now down in 21st. And I've been to every single World Cup so far, only Japan are the other, are the only other tier two one. So, yeah. Uh, I think massive missed opportunity by World Rugby with with Canada. Um, and if you think about expanding rugby, you got a team, a tier two nation that's made it to the uh, quarterfinals, you think you'd invest in it and grow it, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think um the it would be interesting to know what the I guess I, I actually don't know enough. It, it's probably an interesting topic to do a bit of research on on you know what has happened with Canada as far as local support. You know um the the grassroots you know and and what's happened there as far as uh, popularity has it has it diminished with sort of american influence and that kind of thing of of, of their sports um or is it just uh you know it's um, was it just it's that rugby wasn't in, as good in the it's, in, in, in it's the, the, up the boardroom
0: level the boardroom and coaching has been a been a disaster really um a whole bunch of the uh women for example signed a letter about. Uh, not being treated properly by the coaches. Um, and that's uh, seems to get sort of mixed, uh, sort of mix, mixed feeling or, or mixed um, kind of review by, by the board. And yeah, the board has just been an absolute disaster, um, wasting money, uh, not getting good coaching in, not, not, not running good high performance programmes. Um, as far as grassroots goes, it's still a very popular sport. They've got um, the Toronto Arrows in Major League Rugby. So there is some hope, but... Um, because they are going to be missing out on probably World Cup funding from this, there is a question mark as to, yeah, will we just see Canada go backwards from there? But anyway, a topic actually that would be closer to your heart that you'll, you'll know a bit more about, but Fakatava. Um, now, he is a 21-year-old, mm-hmm. which means that uh, a World Cup eligibility residency rules means that he's now done three years in New Zealand because his time before that as a schoolboy was not considered residency, permanent residency. It's considered away from home. You, in, in short trips doesn't count. Yep. You may have heard a while back that uh, World Rugby was extending the residency to five years, not three. That got postponed by 12 months. So if Fakatawa it plays doesn't... in the next, uh, well, where are we now? Um, basically, if Fakatawa play be- plays before the end of the year, he's eligible to play for the All Blacks up until the end of the year. Next year, he's not eligible to play for them, but he will be eligible to play for them again in it's 2023.
2: <laughs> so that would require him to play to be sort of snatched in there in one of those, um, those uh, land grab, um, cap sort of appointments. Is that right? The slight problem is that he's injured. Ah, okay. Oh, my, <laughs> uh, play for some crutches, you know. I, I, if I recall, there was another time when there was a little bit of a, a land grab, um. Uh, sort of around the the time when we played against japan it must have been 2018 and there was a few players that were were put up against them and it was considered that a few of them were kind of uh yeah i'm not sure if there's a better term for it i'm using land grab just uh kind of putting a flag down and, and, and having them i don't recall who it was but um uh yeah it, it's it's it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to do it uh but if 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 he gets if he um, gets some uh, magical uh, I guess uh, uh, m- m- um, medical treatment and, and can oh, uh, can, the, can well, potentially Zachary be Halo. eligible, well, um... I know that was he's taking a hole as Fiji, and so I'm not you know that's different. Is it? I believe he's Fiji, isn't he? Whereas yeah, um, so exactly, so pretty... uh, Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's but no,
0: but I'm saying just go to the same the same doctor. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so, um, LB, I'll come back and talk about Uruguay beating the USA because Con, Con yeah. uh, can't join us for is, is here for very long, and he's and uh, that's not an area he's an expert on. So, but I'll go back to that um, again. But um, the so, yeah, so, uh, so it's this funny situation where um, World Rugby moved back the change from three to five years uh, because of COVID by twelve months for compassionate grounds, um, which to me sounds like Tier One nations throwing their toys out the pram, going, "We want have players. You're taking it. There's players we can't have." <laughs> um, rather than really compassionate grounds as they set the rules four years earlier and everyone knew what they were. Um, so that's, yeah, so it, it's, it's um, Simon so makes a good point, yeah, look, the the rules about you have to be uh, over 18 for residency to start kicking in has, be, has always been there, that's true. The difference is, it's, is it grows from three to five years um, and because, yeah, it, it's three years until the end of this year and then it's five years after that. Yeah. And... Fakatava is at three years, so next year he'll be at four years, so hence he becomes uneligible unless he's played. Um, so a funny situation, really, uh, for to um, so being... be on a
2: on a plane playing. Is yes. who's the final? Who's our final? Our final game is France, isn't it? They. I was thinking that there's an Italian yeah. game in there somewhere. Late, yeah, there's been a game before <laughs> that.
0: Um, so well, what they are saying on stuff is that. Um, New Zealand Rugby and the Zealand Rugby Players Association are appealing to world rugby
3: mm-hmm.
0: um for it for, for uh dispensation on this one. But um yeah, we'll see um how that one um how that one goes. Um LB said it should be 10 years <laughs> to play for the nation. Um LB, I think that might be because you uh, you support South Africa and South Africa basically apart from the odd, uh, Zimbabwe and Nimbabwe. It um, doesn't really have players from overseas because they don't have a rich league at the end of the day. Um, which, um, let's be honest, uh, Japan does. France does. England does. Uh, and um, it's a country like Ireland and Scotland do occasionally do players as well. Um, but for, for this one, um, and again, look, how much are you going to get paid to come and play in New Zealand in all black? Or how much are you going to lose? When you when you play for Tonga because they don't pay for your flights or they don't reimburse you for your flights and don't uh, and then steal the kit before you're allowed to um, the training kit before you actually uh, because hey the I think it's something that happened out of Fiji but anyway the the corruption in those islands is means that unfortunately the players don't get paid anywhere near the same amount as a as an yeah. old Black. That's right. Um, but I just thought that was an interesting one. and you the that's cropped up and we'll see because he is. Uh, arguably, the second choice All Blacks um, scrum half, the way that TJ's been playing. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes, he's 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 excellent. It's great to have that that depth in that position. He's he's kind of come out of nowhere for me, to be honest. Um, but uh, so, are you saying he's he's um, pipping uh, Brad Weber?
0: Oh, we'll, we'll see. I All mean, right, uh we've got to see what, how he copes with the extra pace out. I mean, he may not be able to transform his. Super rugby form to the international level, let's be honest. Um, I was about be a bit perhaps being a little bit facetious, but um, yeah, I know, it's like <laughs> but uh, but we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll sit on that one. and he's something that we've been aware of because um, the, uh, Stephen Harris and I've got some contacts with the or have had chats with the head coaches and all and the assistant coaches down at um, Hawke's Bay. Mm. Uh, and uh, they have sort of talked about he was part of this cohort of five players who all came out of um, Nelson College together and uh, got promoted into the NPC? The, um, the team, the NPC squad, then had a bunch of injuries, and all five of them were suddenly starting, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which wasn't quite the plan. Um, but, uh, but it, it's kind of worked out for them with players like um, uh, what McClutchy. Um, I've gone blank. There's number eight. And then mm-hmm. there's yeah, so they basically had eight, six, eight, sorry, eight, nine, ten, and twelve were all basically uh, we were, were all were all boys straight out of um, high school playing at NPC level, which was a bit nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, uh, as I say, it's gotten around fully shield and it's, it's working so far.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So did um, you um, did you catch any of the any of the games this morning or, or, or elements of them? The uh, uh, sorry well, the. Um,
0: I've caught I've, so all sorts of different bits. Yeah, because we, we also had on Friday night, we had the drawn game and the uh, extra point, um, golden, t- golden extra time between Wellington and um, Canterbury. That was great. don't know where Wellington got that got that result from, though.
2: It was a good game. It was a good mm-hmm. match. And it was, uh, and all, you know, golden point, um, it's great when it's a try, the rare occasions that they happen. Um, you know, teams going to actually play for it, and uh, and the try was a great one too. So you know, good on them.
0: The um, and um, it was a good one. Yes, you're right. And actually, Australia has changed their golden point or their extra time in Super Rugby to be golden try. Mm. Super it makes
2: sense. If you if you saw that the first golden point, well, that, that I recall in Super Rugby. Uh, was like Rebels versus, I don't know, the Waratahs. And it was just terrible because it was just, it was, you know, forwards and backs. You know, I'm not sure if you played that at school, Paul, but um, it was just kicking from, you know, 122 to the other 22 just because you couldn't afford to have not have territory for a drop goal or a penalty. And it was actually like, it was really exciting. Everyone was like, oh my God, we're getting the first golden point. And then after five minutes, I'm like, oh shit. Of course this is what was going to happen um, it's a bit different to league um, now I haven't seen it to that degree since um, but golden try does make it more exciting
0: absolutely I think it's the right way to go to be honest you uh, say so luckily in New Zealand where we've had golden points uh, it has been more pos- there's been more positive play than that rather than that they say playing kickback um, essentially which is what we were yeah. seeing in Australia for that first one as uh, so we had that one um, we then had um, uh, which one next up? Sorry, yeah, Southland um, southern two. Now I've talked about that. That was today. That wasn't the next one. I've gone I'm searching around all my different bits of notes. So I was on um, SENZ today at one forty-five, where we rounded up all of the NPC Farah Palmer Cup action and also previewed the Southland round two game. So I've had to scribble down notes all over the place. Um, so yes, we had Otago Taranaki unsurprisingly Taranaki winning that one but it was close than I thought that was going to be mm. uh, there 23 all with 10 minutes to go um, but the uh, the Naki coming through uh the Ranfurly Shield challenge Hawke's Bay dominating uh um, yeah. yeah. really um, was did you did you see that one coming
2: I saw the second half um, and it was it was excellent and I um you know t- Hawke's Bay doing really well this year obviously um but I still would have picked Tasman just based on you know history and everything like that. so it was uh, it was pretty cool it was impressive they did they played really well
0: yeah they did um uh five tries to one I mm. yeah, totally deserved to keep the shield um so yeah cracking game um played by uh, by Hawke's Bay um in that one um and then today Southland versus Manawatu which uh, I've lost my, lost my notes, but I know Southland won it. Um, yeah, and that won, did. But I can't remember what the score
2: was. Oh,
0: hold on. No, no. Did, did they? they I they? Oh, no, 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 you're quite right. Southland went, went out went out and started well. Manor 2 then came back and snatched it at the end, I think.
2: Yeah, I actually didn't catch it. It's just following scores on trial. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, it was uh, uh, leaving point went to Manor 2.
0: The um, Oh, yes, not quite snatching it. It was a bit... Uh, a bit more couple that but yeah but i say Southend really um went out first so yeah i managed to get uh, a bet on both teams at over two dollars and hence i couldn't lose when it came to the end um, <laughs> during real play so i did that's that, that, that was my uh that's been my goal this weekend i did the same thing during the wellington canterbury game i got a bet on both both teams at over two dollars um and i very nearly got it for the run fully shield game, but I, I got greedy and didn't take Hawke's Bay at $2.05. If I had done, I would have been good. But no, um, I didn't. Uh, uh, I missed that opportunity, and there you go. And so and money and
2: for, for, for listeners, we're not talking him putting a couple of bucks on. He, when he does that, he puts, like, 50 grand on the bet. So it's impressive <laughs> amount of he's getting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. it was if it was a couple of bucks, you wouldn't be – you know, the return of a couple of cents wouldn't be. But he's getting some pretty good returns.
0: What Absolute BS. So, folks, I, 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 I'm, going, I'm going to pull up one of my uh, one of the slips. So you can see how he's uh, um, that I literally put on a dollar um, in in these bets. Uh, he knows this because he's seen a screenshot on our rugby <laughs> chat group. Um, but as he's going to be uh, as he's gone down this route, there we go. There's my um, my 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 bets that I had on for uh, Southland versus No. Two
2: Dollar stake, isn't there? Dollar isn't steak. it? dollar stake in multiples of five uh you know <laughs> uh, 5000 or something no okay no no no
0: a dollar stake yes nice. i want um 30 cents on that one because i had uh, i'll a, a dollar on each so $2 bet you know 2 230 back so yes um so uh, so there we go. And uh, a man who had a little bit more money on these sort of games was uh, Stephen Harris, though. How are you doing, sir?
3: Yeah, very good. Thank you, Paul. Conn, uh, great to be on the show. I must admit, I've got one eye on the boxing. And uh, just to update everybody, we've just seen the completion of uh, uh, round five in the heavyweight uh, uh, contest of the world between Tyson Fury and, Fury and Deontay Wilder. Of course, this is a, the trilogy of, of the fights, the third third fight going on. And uh, both, both fighters have actually been on the canvas. So, yeah. Oh, crazy, shit. Crazy fight. So Tr- Or am I not... Trilogy. There's is, is some sort of Star Wars movie no, no, no. on MCU. Is this Iron Man 3 or something. Hey, come on, it's
0: just this Trilogy. Is- what a joke.
3: Well, it's fight there number is- three. Fight number three, put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty pretty amazing. Remember, the first fight was a draw. The second right. uh, second, second, fight, of course, uh, Fury picked up the title. And uh, boy, this one, I've got to say, after five rounds, uh, Deontay Wilder having put uh, Tyson Fury down twice... But hey, um, but hey, right, he's gone bit... down
2: once. Did you say?
3: Yeah, he's gone down. He's gone down a couple of times. Uh, of course, uh, Wilder went down in the first round. So uh, yeah, it's a great fight. So I've got one eye on that. But of course, the subject at hand. Yeah, saw a lot of the MPC uh, the weekend. Paul heard you on Sins uh, Radio before. And, uh, yeah, I think you pretty much wrapped wrapped everything up. I think it's just been a great round of uh, really close competitive rugby. But uh, the one game that stands out, definitely that Tasman-Hawks Bay game, the quality of that game, Con, I'm pretty sure you'll agree, was just... um
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore.
3: On another level,
2: it was great. It was excellent. Um, I only caught the second half um, after you guys were chatting so much about it. I stopped what I was doing, whatever that was, and, and tuned in. Um, so it was, uh, but it was good. It was worth it. So um, yeah, and good on you for for getting the getting the, the boxing. Um, do you do you watch quite a bit of boxing, Stephen?
3: I do actually. I um I watched an interesting documentary about oh, John Fury, who's obviously the father of uh, of these uh, these fury boys, and uh, yeah, they've got great great backgrounds, obviously, from that gypsy gypsy background and uh, and and, and tough upbringing. But uh, uh, a lot of people would think that uh, Tyson Fury and Fury is a bit bit loopy, but there's a method to the madness, he is gypsy, as Paul will appreciate the gypsy community in in, in Britain. Um, well, again, and I, before,
0: before we get pulled up for um, for, for inappropriate use of term terminology, uh, you mean the
3: traveler community. Traveler community, yeah, traveling, yeah, traveler community, beg your, beg, beg your pardon, and yeah, do apologize to anybody who is offended out there. So, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, they're into to six rounds, round six at the moment, and still, still going strong.
0: Well, sorry, I can't, I, I, I can't, have, I can't support a homophobic and uh, um, other stuff that's sort of other comments he's made, yep. as you say. Yeah, um, he's been out there. But anyway, um, but Timo Key, Tava Tava Navai. Is uh, as as Stephen put it, uh, uh, spelled it out for me, so I could say it on (laughs) that They didn't. Um, Had a cracking game in that game, and yeah, he's. um, It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Is he? Is he? Because I don't think he's got a contract at the Crusaders. He was wide a training squad at the Crusaders, wasn't he? So will he go, Will he do there, or will he end up at uh, Fiji and Drua? It's interesting to see where
3: he goes. Listen, I think in a month where we've sort of highlighted how important it is to take your high kicks, especially a couple of certain internationals we've seen. His his athleticism and his technique were just superb, but there were a couple there where he took AFL style over the head, and I thought, man, this guy should be sponsored by Velcro because he was holding on to those high kicks especially, especially well. Now, I do believe he was part of also the Highlanders last year, so uh, I just do wonder, though, if the... If the Crusaders obviously they've just signed in recent times. Kini Kini Naholo is that, yeah. is that correct? Um, maybe there's not enough room in his roster, so uh, I, I would probably say the other four franchises will be clamoring over, mm. their, uh, over their own feet to to get a hold of uh, Timosi, uh, Tava Tava Nawai, uh, just a, an amazing talent. Uh,
0: yeah, so I, I think we're looking at well, let's, let's hope he goes to the Fiji Indra, um, as the uh, and uh, in, 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 with, with that one, um, especially after our. Um, Fakatawa eligibility chat um, that we had earlier, um, as well on that one. Um, to round off kind of provincial rugby here in New Zealand, we should uh, um, have a chat about the uh, I've gone uh, for the Farrah Palmer Cup, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this one, we first up we had uh, Manawatu um, taking on um, who do they take on? Hawke's Bay winning that one 55 12. Uh, cracking result by uh. By Man or Two on that one. Um, really did, um, uh, really did uh, kind of back up their season form and totally deserved uh, the, the promotion that is uh, coming their way. I unfortunately missed this one. Um, I was kind of busy um, at the time um, getting my um, second jab, as you can uh, see there from my photo. Um, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, pretty my daughter doesn't realize I've got a head that needs to be in the photo shot um, there. <laughs> So she decided to chop my head off.
2: She wanted um, to get the uh, the gear stick in there, Paul, which is more important the, apparently.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak, just be having some quick checks of what you're trying to trying to trying to refer to there. But yes, yeah, yes, you can see the gear stick in there of my. Uh, but um so, um so um so yeah so I, unfortunately I didn't actually see this game because I was busy, um at the time. But um yeah, cracking game from by Man Number Two from 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 uh, from all reports, um on that one. So well done to them, thoroughly deserved their. Uh, um, their promotion. Um and then a cracking final between uh, Canterbury and Waikato. Canterbury going out to a 13-3 lead um at some um, half time with the wind at their backs. Um but um, the um uh but uh the the wind was worth more than that and uh, yeah Waikato showed that in the second half season
3: yeah, I listen full credit to whoever was setting the odds at the TAB pool because uh, I thought with that gale behind them and I just saw enough of the first half to see that if they could hold onto the ball for for long periods and and use their, <clears throat> their slightly more sizable pack <clears throat> and their very big ball runners and more than anything else just play decent field position, I actually thought... Jeepers. Ten points was, wasn't wasn't enough and, and so it proved at the end of the day. A little bit closer right at the, right at the end of the game. It closed, closed right up but to be honest, that happened uh, after after the Hooter and uh, I think that scoreline probably flattered uh, Canterbury at the end of the day, Paul. So uh, um, I must admit it was a good one for me. Um, six dollars $6 at the time. I thought to myself, well, i floating 20 and I'm, I'm in the money and that's how it uh, prevailed at the end of the day uh, probably more than anything else a few interesting decisions i think if waikato look back at this game they probably should have put it put it to bed way more easier than what they should have but on saying that that's credit to the tenaciousness of the, the canterbury team their defense uh was pretty amazing at times you know just getting bodies bodies under under players and what have you of course there, there was a train of thought as well maybe a couple more cards should have been dished out Paul.
0: Yeah, look, I, mean, I was obviously, I watched this one silently. I was, I come back, I've got my girls in this weekend, so we were watching um, Captain Marvel on one screen, and I had uh, another screen with the game on, but with the the noise with the sound off. So the cards bit I didn't notice, but um, you've got to say that, yeah, you say it was it was flattering because look, with the, with whistle with the hooter pretty much gone, um, it was thirteen twenty two uh, to uh, to Waikato uh, and a try basically at the end of a consolation try at the end there. Made it look close. Made it look like a two game, two point game, but it was actually a two score game before that. And uh, yeah, Waikato saw themselves home pretty comfortably uh, in that
3: one. Yeah. Pardon me. Listen, so Paul, um, Paul. great play by them. Yeah, Paul. And, and listen, <clears throat> always tough. I think that was um, Tiana Nawati's uh, <clears throat> first final that she's actually uh, she's refereed. She's been around the circuit for a few years, so it's a good <clears throat> good reward for sort of consistency. Of, of performance, like I say, maybe she could have handed out some yellow cards, but, you know, Waikato had a lot of chances. Even at one stage, I think they might have been, uh, Canterbury might have been down to, to 13 players. And, oh, listen, for them, it's it's revenge for, for last year's... Um, uh, very much last minute, minute loss, and despite those uh, Black Ferns players not being available, it did, you know it didn't detract from what was a very good final. But uh, as you've said before, Paul, you know maybe some lessons there for New Zealand, uh, New Zealand rugby.
0: Well, to in a second but congratulations, Victoria Edmonds. This was her fiftieth cap playing for Waikato. Now look, these girls play a lot less games in the Farah Palmer Cup than they do in the NPC, so to get fifty caps is uh, impressive. So well done to her. Uh, with that one. Yes, uh, nine players missing to Black Fern's duty on a training camp. They're, not, they're still in the country um, for Waikato, six for Canterbury. And you've got to say, this is the showcase of the women's domestic game and you see the rugby rip out 15 players. Jeez, come mm. on, guys. Not mm. only do, they do that, but they also then schedule um, Sam Kane, the All Blacks captain, to play his first ever Heartland Championship game for King... Um, well, for any team, actually, but they played for King's country at the same time. I mean... It, you're trying to grow the game those two those two moves are not good media moves so um yeah disappointed by using rugby you can do better we know you can so please do so um on that one the a few other things we need to cover off though before we um as, we, as we're running uh, out of time on this one um lb mentions point maybe islanders should get paid directly from world rugby now one of the rules around world rugby funding to tier two nations is it's not allowed to be used to pay for players. So player, So, um, all player payments have to come from other sorts of income and not from world rugby. The only exception to this that I've heard of is the uh, Fiji and Drua when they're part of the NRC. Um, otherwise, uh, world rugby funding hasn't been allowed to be used on players. Um, so Quite how that works with the World Rugby funding that they're giving to the Super Rugby franchises at Moana Pacifica and Fiji Drua, I don't know. But uh, at international level, it can't be used for that. So uh, it's used for the coaches, high performance, uh, strength and conditioning coaching, all that kind of stuff, and for uh, training bases and all the other sort of stuff you can you can think of. But the one thing it's not allowed to be used for is player wages. Um, so um, so that is uh, kind of uh, uh, what it is. Uh, LB. Um, South African team's actually doing decent this weekend the URC. Absolutely. Um, and a weekend where I didn't put money on them all to lose, thankfully, like I did last one because yes, they didn't it. have they did have a poor one. No, I i in all honesty, I thought they would do better. Which is why I didn't uh, uh which is why I didn't put money on, on, on them on them to lose. But this weekend, but the pre- I mean, previous weekend I did put a, a multi on all four teams to lose, and they did. This weekend we saw the sharks beat the Ospreys 27 to 13. Um, this is the, all these games are away from home, remember. Um the Lions lost to uh, Glasgow thirteen nine. That's still a losing bonus point. Oh. Um, Edinburgh versus the Stormers was twenty all, so a draw. And then the Bulls beat Cardiff twenty nine to nineteen. So two wins, a draw, and a loss from those four games um, is uh, cracking after the first two weeks. Eight mm-hmm. game, eight
3: games, one loss, one win, eight seven losses. So yeah, and and and, and Paul, I was going to say a little bit of controversy thrown in there as well. The Lions Glasgow game, um, a try awarded to. Uh, I think it was Glasgow, which, yeah, on, on replay you you look at again and the player does look like he was short of the line. On saying that, um, if it was short of the line, the Lions player actually jumped on the player on the ground, which you could argue, arguably also say that's a cynical try and it might have been a penalty try. So maybe one of those ones that could have gone either way. We get the luxury of a of video, video replay. They don't get that. Um, I think one game we may have picked that could have been a, a close one and could have gone the uh, the way was the, the Bulls the Bulls uh, victory over uh, Cardiff. I think I think it was and that was a pretty uh, amazing performance where they came back with about twenty odd unanswered points in the in the second half. I think it was Paul to take out take out that game and uh, yeah, it's it's they are definitely a lot, you know, it's great. I think it's going to just take them the time to find them, find their feet. But, you know, even though these are away games, at least it gives these opportunities for these teams to, while they're together, to bond, Paul.
0: Yeah, true. And uh, I say, but a, a big turnaround from the first two weeks. So look, yeah, they're heading in the right direction. Uh, next week, they've got uh, the um, Lions go to Ulster. That'll be a tough one um, for them. And the Stormers will go to the Dragons. And that's a, very much a winnable game. You've uh, got the Bulls at Edinburgh. We've just seen the Stormers draw with Edinburgh and the Bulls are better than the Stormers. So again, another winnable game. And finally, the Sharks versus Cardiff. Well, the Bulls have already shown the Sharks how to do it. So um, I would say, uh, look, three games there that all could be um, won on the road by the South African team. So yeah, um, definitely heading in the right direction. Um, I will not be putting a multi on them all to lose um, (laughs) because that is not a good bet. But uh, the previous last week they were playing against Munster and Leinster. Very different propositions um, to uh, to who they're playing these coming weekends. So that's uh, mm-hmm. say so heading in the right direction, which is um, which is great to see. Um, uh, the so we mentioned at the top of the show, but we'll quickly cover it again because I think some of you might have missed it who are watching the live show. Live, don't forget actually you can watch the recording on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and also as a podcast, folks. If you missed it, but um, very quickly, Uruguay beat the USA to qualify as America's one um well done there 50 to 34 over the two games aggregate score um the usa now will be playing against chile chile beating uh canada 54 46 um so now chile versus the usa will play off to see who's america's two that'll be in july next year the loser of that game goes to uh the repechage um the big news though stephen Two Tier 2 teams have been to every single World Cup so far, being Japan and Canada. With Canada losing to Chile, that run ends now. Uh, And Japan will be the only Tier 2 team to have appeared at every single Rugby World Cup. Fiji haven't done it. Samoa haven't done it. Tonga haven't done it. So, yeah, look,
3: it's a sad day for, for Canadian rugby, I think. Yeah, you know, they're a country that if we think back to 1991, and that was in their second World Cup. They were actually a quarter finalist against the All Blacks. And they played pretty well that day. I think went down by 28 points to, to 14 off the top of my head on a very, very wet on a very wet day. But wow. put up quite, well, a, quite well, well,
0: well, a... I've got a clue. That's a with up, back, that's
3: score up, that far back. Put, put up... A, I don't know. Well, it's funny, you, know, you remember minnows you kind of remember their really good performances they 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 put in um you know in the same way we'll, we'll always remember japan's performance against south africa and in, in, in brighton sorry i'll be <clears throat> to mention mention that but you know you 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 want these countries to succeed these tier, tier two countries and um, i'm not too sure something in their development it's not Probably not the stars have a aligned, <clears throat> if you know what I mean. So yeah, disappointing day for for Canadian rugby because they do produce some very very good rugby players. I think Tyler Adron, um, you know, in recent times, uh, uh, comes comes to mind as as a very good uh, Canadian rugby player. Paul, you know, so uh, yeah, they're going to be hurting over there.
0: Um, they are definitely. Um, so just to bring up the uh, the actual score, yeah, thirteen to twenty nine was the was the was the score that day. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> The uh, Simon Hughes says, Yeah, is Japan a tier two nation? Absolutely, it is. Um tier, two, um, tier one nations are those that are in the six nations of the rugby championship. Japan is not in the rugby championship, therefore, it's a tier two nation. Um, the uh, so that's that's kind of uh, um, how that uh, how that definition kind of works. Um, and one that um, I don't think I don't know if you've seen Stephen, have you seen the uh, the issue that Fakutawa has about playing for the All Blacks?
3: No, no, not at all. I know, I know he's injured, but is there, there's a he, he he's having second thoughts about playing for the All Blacks. No,
0: nope, not uh, not as far as we know. Um, and having signed his uh, extension deal with with um, uh, New Zealand Rugby up to, the, up to 2023, you'd think that that's that's all all locked in. Uh, the problem is that World Rugby uh, regulations say that currently you have to have played three after being resident three years in a country after the age of eighteen um to be a uh, to be um uh, well unless your parents live in that country um yes. uh, to uh, to um to qualify on residency grounds uh now so he has been here for three years being 21 uh but at the uh you might remember that they've uh, world rugby was changing the regulation to be five years not three years um and uh, that five years uh comes into um, effect at on the at the end of this year so next year he will be resident for four years, but the but he'll have to have been five years to be allowed to play for the All Blacks. So he's eligible to play three All Blacks this year, but not next year, and he will be again in 2023.
3: So oh listen, if they, if those are the rules, then so be it, as far as I'm concerned. Paul, I mean it's every other every other country has to live with those that same set of rules. Um it's is this basically designed to stop players who have played for a. Played for a country and then want to jump ship—is that that what's designed well, to be?
0: No, you, you, you can't do that at all, anyway. Um, but it's just to make it a bit longer. So if you do want to actually, it's just to make it longer than what than one year than a one rugby world cup cycle mm. is the idea. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so now it's five years residency to prove that you are uh, that, that you are part of that country, um, and so hence uh, and look, it, it was supposed to come into effect at the beginning of this year, but got put back by twelve months because of COVID on compassionate grounds, apparently. Which seems a bit strange to me. I'm not quite sure what was uh, what the issue really, really was. But hey, there you go. Um, so, folks, that's uh, that's that's what um, is uh, is going on there with that one. Uh, probably talk a bit more about that on Tuesday evening at 8pm with the John Moore show um, as well. Uh, so uh, do join us for that. I'll be back here at 5pm tomorrow with the uh, lockdown beers and rugby chat as well. Hope you've all had a wonderful and safe weekend. Stay safe, safe folks. Stay safe Um, folks up in the 09 uh, getting to feel uh, some of your um, stress with the COVID case in the town over from me um, which uh, shows it's getting it's got a lot closer um, to home I was hoping to make it to two games next weekend which is uh, as um, both Northland and Waikato uh, relocated to uh, Tauranga there is a possibility of them playing their games in Rotorua uh, on Friday night and Saturday afternoon and I was hoping to get to those games, but we'll see um, what the lockdown situation is over the uh, next few days. So, um, as Stephen, as, as you kind of joked in our live chat, I may get to more more Northland
3: games this year than you might. <laughs> you, you do, and um, I suppose the uh, Northland team will have a wary eye on the. Uh, one confirmed uh, case down in the Bay of Plenty at the moment, so they might have to do a, a run, a run out of the uh, Bay of Plenty if things don't get, any, don't improve in that area. Hopefully not, but hopefully, uh, I, I, I really can't see uh, Northland going out of uh, out of level three lockdown. So I suspect you will be going to watch uh Northland play Otago somewhere in the Bay of Plenty this Friday night.
0: Well, as you say, if um, maybe there are three coaches sat in tauranga with their engines running ready to uh extract at uh, bay of plenty waikato and northland down to either Palmerston north or um or uh well or or, or down to Hawke's bay i don't know um but uh yeah we'll have to wait and see i expect those uh contingency plans are being put in place though by new zealand rugby um as uh, let's be honest the uh, delta variant is slowly making its way across the country um and um So stay safe, folks. Follow all the rules, guidelines, please. Please do wear a mask. Please do get vaccinated, Uh, as we've shown earlier. I've had my second vaccination, so please all do do follow those um, and uh, let us get back to normal as soon as possible. Thank you, Stephen. And thank
1: planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
0: I think everyone yep. who joins in the live chat. Yep, no problems at all.